Yo, Kels. Yeah, Carl? Do you ever wonder why we say the phrases rule of thumb or mind your P's and Q's? Oh yeah, why do we say that? Well, I can't tell you, but I know who can. Father and son, Scott and Liam Kelly, host the weekly podcast called Why Do We Say That? Where they delve into the what's and why's of phrases that we say every day. Oh, awesome. Maybe we could learn a thing or two. That's right. And they close out each episode with a game of word or not a word. I would definitely fail at that. Dude, I have full faith in you. Aw, thanks. Listen to Why Do We Say That? with new episodes every Tuesday, wherever you like to listen. Okay, bye. Bye. Here we are. Oh my goodness. It has been a day. Dark and stormy night. It is a dark and stormy night. Oof. You probably hear Maggie freaking out in the background. Mm -hmm. You definitely will hear Maggie freaking out in the background. Some heavy panting. (laughs) Nothing you're not used to. (laughs) Oh my gosh, wait. Speak of the devil. No, no, no. So one of my friends from college is named Tyler Panting. Oh my goodness. And he married my friend Rachel, so she's now Rachel Panting. And they always made the joke that if they ever had a kid, they'd name him Heavy Panting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ew. I hate that. Yeah. I love it, but I hate it. Yeah, same. Oh. <laughs> Girl. So, what have you been up to? Oh, we already talked about all that. Oh yeah. That's not for podcast time. Not podcast. It's time. been a t- it's been a trip. Yeah. But yeah. I have some exciting things we could talk Ooh, about. Yeah, let's hear it. Well, you already know it. But guys, we're gonna be guesting on a couple podcasts. Yeah. It's really exciting. So of course we don't have the dates because we're like gonna be doing it or no, we do have the dates. It's just I don't know when the release date is. Yeah. Just keep an eye out on our social feeds. Yeah, this is a great time to follow us because we're gonna this is our last episode of the season. We're gonna take a month break. And then when you come back, we'll learn some more stuff. But in the meantime, you can hear us on some other podcasts. Yes. I'm which so is really excited cool. for it. Yeah. But so, speaking of, I mean, we'll be on some other podcasts, which we'll let you know. But our podcast our is podcast. called Brought to oh, You by the Letter. Right, you're right. With Carly and this, Kelsey. And I'm Carly. And that's Kelsey. And we educate y'all. Kelsey recently rewrote our bio, and it's brilliant. So she's like something about going to get knowledge or something. I don't know. That's what we do. You're just you're you're my hype man. Yep. Thanks. Um, oh my gosh! Wait, Kelsey has been giving me little trinkets. Um, <laughs> Kelsey, is your love language your love language isn't gift giving, right? Because you've ju- you've been giving me gifts, hella. Um, like the past week couple weeks i've just show i just show up with nothing except maybe a plant and then i just get gifts like i'm so I was special gonna say, or you under you're underselling the amount of plants you bring me yeah but okay whatever so anyways kelsey <laughs> a few maybe a week or so ago gave me a big button like a pin button with her playing softball on it and it's so cute and i put it in my car and then it's from like 1998 or something it's like from forever ago oh wow it's really that old 
oh yeah it's oh, like wow. from when i was a kid like oh yeah i know but I, I didn't i don't know i just like don't think of my life that i existed in the 90s anymore i guess even though i totally did the only reason i said is because that's when my sisters were born so i like could guesstimate the time yeah. pretty well otherwise if somebody asked me like what grade were you in when you when you were 13 i'd be like i don't know seventh that's the that's the one thing i do know we've already discussed this yeah but, but i still don't get it so anyways so kelsey gave me this beautiful button she's like you know like when you do like a rec sport you have picture day it's like picture day softball it's so cute and then kelsey got me a fancy monogrammed or personalized notebook with my business name which oh, is yeah. so thoughtful and then she also got me a book about plants which is so thoughtful and then she also just gave me a keychain <laughs> that has a p- another picture of her on from like elementary school and it is amazing <gasps> it's like the 90s like when you would get your picture day packet and i don't know if you guys had this did you guys have fall pictures and then spring pictures no i don't think okay so. it's a fucking money mark yeah making scheme that life fuck- touch or something yeah life yeah. touch yeah they got my school basically oh, yeah. they they were like what's up we're gonna show these kids looking all cute in front of books and then what are they gonna <laughs> do in the spring they're gonna hold some fucking flowers well the one that you gave me you're peeking out behind a tree yeah i know <laughs> in pigtails so- Good. that was like right that was like at the cusp of the ugly period like i was just i was Stop. no no no. i mean we all go through that phase oh my gosh but like you're you're like hmm when was i the ugliest you can pinpoint that time in your life i oh, yeah I, so I can. for me that picture was probably the last good picture i had for a couple Aww. like five years we'll say no we all gotta go through it yeah it made me stronger i think maybe i actually might have had two ugly phases <laughs> oh i've definitely had more than one ugly phase but you know your ugliest phase okay well i'm gonna describe my two phases i'm thinking and you're gonna let me know okay so i'm either thinking my preschool we're talking no you four, were adorable when you were in preschool when i had a bowl cut yeah it was <laughs> fucking cute and your big glasses they're so cute okay carly you look really cute like i look like minkus from boy meets world you do look like I look minkus, like minkus. <laughs> but but it's cute like you just think it's is ugly because it, you're being critical of yourself is it cute because you love me and know me or is it no it's like biased? cute it's cute you know how there's some kids i'm not gonna name names but babies specifically that are just ugly like they their face was made wrong I don't know. I guess. I don't look at a you lot don't of babies. Ha- that's not... Like, you don't have that, you know? I don't look at a lot of babies. I really don't. I guess, I guess I'm... Okay, what? so there's that phase, and then oh. my school pictures from pretty much, like... So that was, like, preschool into kindergarten when I had my bowl cut. And then there was, like, a school picture phase for me, which was, like, third grade <gasps> to fourth grade uh-huh. that I had, like, fucking... Be- like my buck teeth like my teeth were all fucking yeah. fucking weird like i think i had buck teeth kind of little big chompers because i think my two front teeth were like my grown teeth and all my other ones were little oh my i like gosh. did some weird stuff with my bangs where i like twisted <laughs> them up the day of picture day uh pushed me down while we were playing and i scraped my chin so i had like a scrape but then you go to my fifth grade picture angel yeah. so cute beautiful blossomed yeah girl i know exactly what you mean because my third grade picture i look like a gremlin like for some reason 
the guy it was like right it was when i started to grow my hair long so i had like really long hair and it was like you know you put it on each side of your head right and then i was like starting to be a little awkward like mm-hmm. i was getting a little weird and the guy didn't tell me that like i looked like i was doing what is is it stanley cooper crazy face or whatever yes it, where you <laughs> do you like put your forehead down and then you look the up stare. and you, then you smile oh my god that's that's my third grade picture <laughs> it's not that bad but it's pretty bad and that was like right when i get gotten chubby so like my my like double chin was coming out like it was prime shitty time oh no yeah so don't worry We've so maybe we there. are both of our ugly phases was like third and fourth grade yeah fourth grades when i stopped wearing glasses though and started wearing contacts Ooh, so hot i know i was just gonna say that's my hot phase your no. glow up. my glow up no but now those glasses are in all of my so everyone says middle school's awkward at least for me all of my school pictures in middle school were really cute i felt and then i think it was like 10th grade it was either like ninth or 10th grade i completely fucking forgot it was picture day so you never at least i don't amateur hour i'm blonde and very pale didn't so. you watch ned's declassified school survival guide oh my didn't God, you yes. know when picture day was carly no because like whatever i mean i don't know my my parents weren't a lot of like i'm not saying they should have been a lot of like our peers parents and maybe your parents were like this were very like on top of things and like involved in school my mom's a teacher so she doesn't She's like, she I already do school Exactly, all she didn't day. give a crap. Like, she never was, like, involved. She never was a chaperone. And then my dad had his own business. And so, like, like neither of my parents were, like, nope. was there to be, like, remember, Carly? But anyways, I was old enough. I should have known. So it was either, like, ninth or 10th grade. So, I, like I was saying, I'm very pale. I have blonde hair. It is a true fact that if I have my hair up, I do not look very good in a picture because it just doesn't, like, ground my face. If I'm taking a picture or a selfie, I should have my hair down because if it's up, it just looks a little off. I have a big head also. So anyways, I had my hair You're up. being very critical. I had, this is I think ninth or 10th grade. I had a very, very thin, like the thinnest of hard headbands. Do you remember those? Uh-huh. Like not a f- fabric one, like a hard, hard plastic. Plastic, yeah. With bright, little teeth. Yep. Bright yellow. My Sick. t-shirt was green with a dinosaur on it and oh it i know said, exactly what picture you're talking it about it said rar and it had some splashes of yellow with my skinny jeans and my converse carly i, re- so I already what remember I, this picture yeah i forgot it was picture day and that's what i wore so it was it not bad you're you're really over uh, it definitely looked like i forgot it felt it was bad picture. for you though. yeah it yes. looked it looked like i forgot i mean ever, somebody somebody day. always has to forget picture day yeah that's just the rule of picture day yeah it's okay. Anyways. <sighs> Anyways. Anyways. So, like we said, this is brought to you by The Letter with yes. Carly and Kelsey. And this week is our final episode of season one. And Woo-hoo. I'm going to be presenting the letter Z. Z. Now, this took me a long time to present. Mm. Or, no, to write. Because it take you a long time to present. No, I'm kidding. No. I'll, I'll, I'll zoom through it. Because I'm scared. Don't be scared. So I, I like literally had to reschedule our recording because I was like too afraid to continue the research. Yes. Because this week we're doing the Zodiac Killer brought ow, to you by the letter ow. Z. 
I watched Zodiac, like Yay. you recommended back in if, Codes. Yes. Episode, Codes episode three. Episode three. I watched it. It was good. I could not watch, like, the murder parts. Mm-hmm. I can't watch it. I now I have officially learned that I can listen to true crime in a podcast in a certain yeah. manner. I cannot read it, and I cannot watch it. Yeah, I guess I was surprised about that because you were the person that got me into listening to true crime stuff mm-hmm. and but i have grown up watching like my two favorite shows like my family's favorite shows were like psych and monk which those are true crime shows and they don't like they're not very murdery but like <laughs> that to me doesn't bother me like obviously i'm not like wow i love to watch this but that doesn't that, bother that me kind personally. of doesn't bother me it's just for some reason like so when i was watching the film I can now picture where the crimes happened because I can literally see the the picture of like from the movie. So now I can like envision it hap- oh, okay, happening okay, okay. and it gets just a little more freaky for me. I'm just not. It's like reading a book and you're like, wow, I wonder what this would look like. But you make right. it up in your head and then you see the movie. And it's like once you once you read Harry Potter you. and you, you have an idea of what the Dementors look like in your head. Mm-hmm. But then you read the third book after you've seen the first movie. And now that's what the Dementors and now look like. That's what the Dementors look yeah. like. And you're fucking terrified of yeah. them because they have a face. <gasps> yeah. The face to the thing. You know, you yeah. put a face to it. Even though they don't really have a face. They, they just don't. have a mouth hole. Yeah. Or it's just like air. <laughs> it's floating air. Suck out your soul. Anyways, so we're going to do the Zodiac Killer. I'm going to talk a little bit about it. And for all the people who are not interested in hearing about murder, or even the people who are sticking through the episode with us, at the end of this episode, I'm going to do a little talk about some self-defense things, some some hot tips for people who are in the true crime community probably already know, and people who are new to the true crime area could really or find just, beneficial yeah you don't even need to be well you don't need to anywhere be into near, true crime yeah you don't even need it's to just if you're in a bad situation how can we get out of it yes so because this is a podcast where we learn learning and so we want to be useful and give you the tools so let's get started let's do it the zodiac killer murdered five people in the san francisco bay area between december 1968 and october 1969 The Zodiac, however, claimed to have committed 37 murders in his communication with newspapers. So this guy claims that he's murdered 37 Mm -hmm. people. The police and everybody else agree on five. Right. Because we'll get into it. Right. As we do. So let's talk about five murder victims. Are you ready? Yes. On December 20th, 1968... High school students Betty Lou Jensen and David Faraday set out on their first official date together, promising Betty Lou's parents they'd be home by 11 p.m. Ugh. I know. I'm already sad. Yeah. Betty Lou and David visited a friend and then stopped by a local restaurant. They then drove to the local lover's lane called Lake Herman Road. Just before 11 p.m., another car pulls into the turnout area next to Betty Lou and David. The man exits the car and then orders Betty Lou and David to exit their car as well. Betty Lou gets out of the car first, and David gets about halfway out of the car, and the killer shoots David in the head. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. Betty Lou begins to run away, and then the killer shoots her in the back five times. Her body is found 28 feet from the car. Shortly after 11 p.m., a nearby neighbor walks upon the bodies of Betty Lou Jensen and David Faraday. 
The police arrive to find David next to the car with a bullet wound in the head, but still breathing. Yep. He ends up surviving yep. the attack. Yep. So this is the first one. Yes. It's crazy. I know. Okay. So the Zodiac's second confirmed murder took place on July 4th, 1969. Just before midnight, the couple Darlene Farron and Michael Maggio are seated in Darlene's car at Blue Rock Spring Park in Vallejo. A second car pulls up next to them, and then it almost immediately drives away. Mm -hmm. So it feels like a little eerily similar to the first one. About 10 minutes later, that car pulls in the lot again, but parks directly behind them, blocking them from leaving. Yeah. I feel like if someone parked next to me and then, like, quickly sped out, I would be... And maybe they were, but I would be on high alert immediately. Like, I would be freaked out by that. I would just fucking leave. Because I I would feel so unsafe. So, I don't know if I would leave, though. Oh, I would. Because my anxiety would go. Like, if if I'm supposed to be alone, and then suddenly there's somebody, I'm getting the fuck out of there as soon as possible. But they they turn around and leave, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I, like, I don't feel safe in that place. But this could be because I've been obsessed with true crime for a while so, now so that's why i'm saying i don't know if i would leave oh. but i because i if i'm trying to put myself out of my own brain and like into that situation i don't know if i would just because You'd i would be like, like oh they're gone but that yeah. was really fucking creepy and weird yeah but who knows anyways sorry well if you're with me you're fucking leaving yeah so get used to it partner okay (laughs) the driver then exits the vehicle approaching the passenger side door carrying a flashlight and a nine millimeter luger so he like has the flashlight taped onto the gun so it's like kind of blinding them golden state killer did that style yeah Mm -hmm. the killer then fires five times at darlene and michael zodiac then begins walking away from the car only to hear michael moan which makes him turn around and shoot each each victim twice more before driving off. At 12.40 a.m., the Vallejo Police Department receives a call from a man claiming responsibility for the murders of Darlene and Michael, as well as the murder of David and Betty Lou six and a half months prior. Mm -hmm. The police were able to track this call back to a phone booth at a gas station located only a few blocks from the Vallejo Police Department. Darlene is brought to the hospital where she is pronounced dead, And Michael miraculously survives. Holy crap. Yeah. Despite being shot in the face, neck, and chest. Like, I'm... That's crazy. He was able to describe his attacker as a 26 to 30-year-old white male, 5'8", around 200 pounds, or 91 kilograms, with short, light brown curly hair. And so this location was about four miles or 6.4 kilometers away from where the other couple was murdered. So this was like right in the same vicinity. So almost a month later, on August 1st, 1969, the Vallejo Times Herald, the San Francisco Chronicle and the San Francisco Examiner each receive a letter from the supposed Zodiac killer. Each letter contains about a third of a cipher and the Zodiac demands to be published or he will threaten to kill again. All three newspapers publish these letters and ciphers for the public to read. Yep. So actually, at this time, he didn't have the Zodiac name. But the next day, he writes a letter to the examiner and says that he's taking responsibility for the murders. And he provided intimate details about the case that weren't released to the public at the Mm -hmm. time. And then he also said, refer to me as the Zodiac killer. Mm -hmm. 
or Zodiac. Right. Four days later, Donald and Betty Harden crack the 408-symbol cryptogram, which contained a misspelled message in which the killer references the most dangerous game and mentions that he's collecting slaves for the afterlife. That's so why he's killing people, which is so creepy. creepy. Now cut to September 27th, 1969, where college students Brian Hartnell and Cecilia Shepard were relaxing at the shore of Lake Berryessa when a man in a black... This this is the part in Zodiac that I don't like. This is the part where I was folding my laundry in front of my face because I could not watch it. It was very scary. It was horrific, and that's, that's why I got scared. Yeah. I don't like that shit. Yeah. They were relaxing along the shore of Lake Berryessa when a man in a black executioner's type hood approaches them with a gun. So, have you seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail? No. But I know exactly what you're referencing. <laughs> he looks like the Black Knight in the zo- in the Monty Python movies where they chop chop off both of his arms and he goes, "Tis but a flesh wound." Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I know like it's terrifying, but whenever I see that, I always think of I it. wish I pictured that. Maybe I should watch Monty Python just to yeah. to feel that cuz it's it's like it's actually horrifying. Yeah. It's like my worst nightmare yeah. manifested into I mean, don't get me wrong. Life. I'm able to separate because it's a movie and I'm watching it. Must be nice. Yeah, but but if that fucking shit happened to me in real life, no. Awful. Yeah. Oh. Horrifying. Nobody's happy about this. Yes, no one. (laughs) Except for maybe the guy in the black executioner hood. Yeah, maybe him. Asshole. I hope he's not happy either. Anyways, so what makes this outfit even creepier is the man has clip-on sunglasses over his eye holes and a bib-like device on his chest that has the sign of a circle with a plus in the center of it yes so fucking scary so it's a big plus and then a circle Mm -hmm. this would later be known as the zodiac killers like symbol right he claimed to brian and cecilia that he had escaped from prison and needed money and a car to escape to mexico he then bound their wrists and began to stab them with a knife like almost immediately Mm. yeah brian was stabbed six times and cecilia was stabbed ten times the killer then walked to Brian's car and draws that symbol on the car door, door mm-hmm. and also writes Vallejo 12-2068-7469, September 27th, 69-630 by knife, which essentially means it's, it's giving all the dates of the previous murders, yeah. therefore linking these past three murders right. that we just talked about. At 7.40 p.m., a man calls the Napa Police Department to report a double murder. The caller described Brian's car, directed police to the scene of the crime, and confessed that he was the one who did it. Police were able to trace the call back to a payphone at a car wash in Napa, but when they got there, he wasn't there. Two days later, Cecilia dies in the hospital, and Brian miraculously survives. All of the guys are surviving. I know. It's crazy. This shit scares me. Two weeks later, on October 11th, 1969, Paul Stein, a 28-year-old student and husband who worked as a cab driver in San Francisco, picked up a man headed to the upscale Presidio Heights neighborhood. Once they park at the intersection of Washington and Cherry Street, the passenger shoots Stein in the head with a 9mm handgun, takes his wallet and keys, and the man tears away a section of Stein's blood-stained shirt tail. Okay. The crime was witnessed by three teenagers across the street at 9.55pm. So they were in the house, like, adjacent to Mm -hmm. the, the crime. They were able to call the police as the crime was still in progress, but the man walked away just before the police arrived. 
Over the police radio, they mistakenly broadcast that the suspect was a black man. So officers that were on their way did encounter a white man resembling the correct description, but dismissed him because he was white. Mm -hmm. So they basically ran into the Zodiac killer himself. And then we're like, oh, you don't match description. Goodbye. Yeah. And it's like, wow, it was that close. Yeah. It's crazy. It's kind of sucks, too, because like, wasn't there other eyewitness testimony of what the Zodiac killer looked like from the first victim? Yeah, but I don't think they knew it was a Zodiac at the time. See, what's oh, weird true, about true, it... True, 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 true. Yeah, what's weird about the crimes of the Zodiac Killer is that the MO changes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, he went for couples, and he used a knife. gun, a knife. Yeah. Like, he's he's changing up the method, and he's changing up the target. Would you define for our audience what MO means? The acronym MO is short for modus operandi and operandi operandi i think it's operandi operandi (laughs) i think it's that one (laughs) this expression directly from latin means way of operating Mm -hmm. so it's basically like their style their calling card yes a lot of criminal psychologists and stuff do research into different criminals mo's and usually serial killers have a type the same mo they do all of their murders and killings in the same way with the same style it's motivated by the same thing etc yeah so like for instance one serial killer may always use a knife and always go for families Mm -hmm. and always like so they'll have like the type of person they go for and then the type of crime they commit and like all the different little details that are horrifying this guy changes it up every time yeah i mean they're similar enough where there's not like additional things out of left field but you wouldn't initially connect all of these crimes the only thing that seems similar to me and it's um fuck i i don't know what i'm exactly saying but i know (laughs) that there's different types of serial killers there's like a plan uh someone that's they plan there's someone that's like a oh yeah like they're um, a spree one or yeah or like in like a sexual killer like they get gratification of it or it's like an in the moment like a spur of the moment type of thing like Like there's passion crime passion there's different the serial killers have different once again psychological profiles kind of of why the only thing that i think that the zodiac killer is is that it's almost not really planned it's like he knows that he wants to kill. He doesn't like stalk his victims. He doesn't. At least yeah. that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. Like he does. Like he probably the first murder. He's like, I want to kill some people. So he has that planned. He finds a car in a parking lot with no one else around. Yeah. There you go. There it is. You know. But yeah, that's the only thing to me that is the same. It just so happens that. Yeah. He has the urge, and then it's just the first person that he runs across with the timing and the situation is right, you know? Yeah. What's weird is that I th- think somebody said that one of the suspects knew Darlene, like one of the murder victims, mm-hmm. or like they might have met each other at some point. So I wonder if he like picked some, like that's maybe I mean, why they changed. I mean, they could, and once like this is an unsolved, uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> There's no spoilers because it's unsolved. So, like, <laughs> you know, we don't know necessarily. What... I don't think we'll ever know. Yeah. 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 Anyways. End tangent. Continue. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, they dismissed him because he was white. 
that's where we ended up i would be so fucking mad at myself yeah Yeah. like so mad initially that case was considered a routine robbery until the san francisco chronicle received a letter from the zodiac on october 14th that stated that he was the murderer of the taxi Mm -hmm. driver so like we just said he they didn't know it was the zodiac until way after the crime so they didn't know to be looking out for the Zodiac killer. In his letter, he also mocked the police for failing to catch him and threatened to shoot children on a school bus. The envelope, so yeah, horrifying. Yeah, it's horrible. So I could have read like a lot of the letters, but honestly, it's just like crazy rambling that's just like yes. demented. And yes. like, if you want to look it up, go for it. If not, yes, you can stick with me because I'm. I don't want to. I'm gonna read one part okay. but that's it so yeah so he mocked the police he said he was going to shoot children on a school bus and then he also in the envelope put the blood-stained shirt of the victim paul stein yep. like the little shirt yeah. square creepy on november 8th 1969 the zodiac mailed a card with another cryptogram known as the z340 cipher this cipher remained unsolved for over 51 years and we referenced this in our codes episode. Yes. So it's going to be a little bit of a remember when we talked about this. Mm-hmm. So this had been unsolved for 51 years. But on December 5th of 2020, it was deciphered by an international team of private citizens, including our boys, um, <laughs> American software engineer, David Aronchak. Give it up for yeah. David. Australian mathematician, Sam Blake. And Belgian programmer (laughs) Jan Van Eyck. Yeah, there you go. Those are our guys. I just love their like. It's all they just ragtag ragtag army. Yep. So the following was deciphered from this letter. I hope you are having lots of fan in trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show. Bring up a point about me. I am not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise. Paradise is spelled with a C, not an S. Mm-hmm. So angry. All the sooner because E now have enough slaves to work for me where everyone else has nothing. Then they reach paradise. So they are afraid of death. I am not afraid because I know that my new life is life will be an easy one in paradise death. It is the most broken. Yeah. (laughs) And there's so many typos. Yeah. (laughs) Why didn't I just fix this? Yeah. (laughs) I should have fixed it because it took forever. It's just terrible. So the day after receiving that Z340 cipher, the Zodiac then sent a seven-page letter stating that two policemen had stopped him and had actually spoken with him three minutes after he shot Stein. So he confirms that the policeman he ran into was it. So, in total, the Zodiac would write 18 letters to the public, confirmed letters. Mm -hmm. There's other ones. There might be copycats, but the confirmed letters are 18, with the last one being sent on July 8th, 1974. So, I want to talk about suspects. Let's talk about suspects. I'm going to start with a fan favorite. His name is Arthur Lee Allen. Mm -hmm. On October 6th, 1969, Allen was interviewed and reported that he was in the vicinity of Lake Berryessa, on the day of the attack mm-hmm. of the couple he said that he was scuba diving at salt point on that day and i'm like do you scuba dive in lakes <laughs> I, i've never heard of it they'd be like oh show us do it <laughs> i don't think yeah that's weird that's weird yeah anyways so then what would he, you, you would just see like mud like i feel like yeah it's like know? murky yeah 
Well, some lakes are clear. I don't know. Well, this is California, too, so... Yeah, who knows? Who knows? We're not from there. No. (laughs) And then he was again questioned by police in 1971 after his friend... Well, his ex-friend, frenemies, (laughs) Donald Cheney, reported that Alan had spoken of his desire to kill people, use the name the Zodiac Killer, and secure a flashlight to a firearm for visibility at night. Like, he, like, told him that. Weird. You know how I just, like, confess random things like that to you sometimes? Yeah. (laughs) No. According to Cheney, the conversation occurred no later than January 1st, 1969. So this was before the public or authorities knew of the Zodiac Killer in general. Mm -hmm. So he mentioned that word, Zodiac. Yeah. He said... I want to secure a flashlight to a firearm and shoot people. And he said, I want to kill people. I have the desire to kill. I have the desire to kill people. Yes. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Don's got weird friends, you know? Yeah. Don, don't don't keep bringing your friends around no. to parties. Yeah. 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 Why'd you bring Arthur? Yeah. The Could you please fuck. leave Arthur at home next time? Like, he walks in, you're like, fuck, fuck, Arthur's here. Oh. Damn it. And you're with your, like, husband or whatever, and you're like, Okay, you talk to him for 15 minutes, and then, like, you do the signal. Yeah, and then, and then I'll in. step in. I'll relieve you. Yep. You gotta do the tag team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Girl, I, I know. invited him. <laughs> it was your brother, wasn't it? <sighs> God damn it. <laughs> That's what we call riffing. Riff. I am not- riff, 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 riff. No, it's just, like, 10 o'clock right now, so yeah. we're, we're a little tie-tie. But we're getting through it. So, also, some history about Alan his name is Arthur Lee Allen, but I'm going to call him Allen. Mm-hmm. He was discharged from the Navy in 1958, which I'd like to mention the killer's shoe prints were actually like a military style shoe. Mm-hmm. So it could have been like an ex veteran. Yep. The Zodiac left footprints that were size 10 and a half at the crime scenes, and Allen also wore size 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. And he was. Fired from his job in March of 1968 as an elementary school teacher because he was molesting students. Ugh. So, like, this guy literally sucks. Yeah. He sucks. So, over the course of his life, he was served three different warrants from the police, but they were unable to find any sufficient evidence that he was the Zodiac Killer. They were able to find a lot of circumstantial evidence, but nothing that could, like, physically tie him to the crimes, which is so frustrating. In July of 1992, the victim, Mike Maggio, who survived, mm-hmm. he picked Alan out of a photo lineup. And he was like, that's him. That's the guy that shot me. Mm-hmm. But the police officer that ran into the supposed Zodiac killer after the cab driving right. murder said that it definitely wasn't Alan. Like, he weighed like 100 pounds more than the man he saw. Which I was like, but you can, like, fluctuate a little bit, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, whatever. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Other creepy things. Alan also wore a Zodiac brand watch, which yeah. was the exact symbol yes. yep. of the Zodiac killer. The circle with the cross in Yep. It. He owned the same caliber gun used in one of the shootings. And when he was being interviewed, he was like, oh, yeah, there are bloody knives in my car, but uh, that was just from uh, killing chickens. You know how you do. This guy is oh, Arthur. so fucking creepy and awful. Yeah. I mean, he's a terrible person. It, yeah. Like, he yeah. might not be a serial killer, but he's a fucking terrible person. Yeah. yeah. He also lived in Vallejo and worked, like, a couple minutes away from where one of the victims lived. So, Darlene. Mm-hmm. 
the reason he was ruled out is a handwriting expert, Lloyd Cunningham, who is kind of like the Zodiac case yeah. handwriting expert. He said that none of Alan's handwriting matched the Zodiacs. So he was taken out as a suspect. Okay, this is the thing, though. Arthur Lee Allen's sister-in-law okay. says they received a Christmas card from him. And in one of the Zodiac letters, it's spelled Christmas is spelled like with two S's. Mm-hmm. And that's how Arthur Lee Allen spells Christmas. Yeah. Like, that's weird, I think. So... From all of his shit about, like, slaves and paradise and shit, it makes me think that this, the Zodiac is, like, fucking crazy. Oh, 100%. And I don't know, though, if a real, I mean, I don't really know. I, you know what? I don't know. But I don't know if a crazy person in this way would be smart enough to fully alter their handwriting. Like, I don't know. That's something I think that, like, okay, once again, talking about school, talking about high school, I would sit and take notes in science and history class and purposely try to make my handwriting a certain way. Does that make me crazy? Does that make me Mm -hmm. sane? Does that make me want my notes to be really neat? I mean, I remember specifically changing my handwriting style in, like, fourth grade. Yeah. I I remember that. I I mean, I did that, too, but I'm saying, like, he seems whacked. I think you can be whacked in a lot of spaces, but be unwhacked in some spaces or just be like, or be so whacked that you would spend (laughs) fucking days, hours, months, whatever it is. Gaining weight. Changing your handwriting. All right. Like if I worked really hard, I could change my handwriting. Yeah. Yeah. And he was also ambidextrous. So people were like, maybe he's using the one hand and, you know, like, Uh but then they got handwriting symbols from both and they were like, none of, none of the letters match. Hmm. It's just weird to me. And then in 2002, the San Francisco PD was able to pull a partial DNA profile from the saliva used to lick the stamps on the Zodiac letters. Amazing. Um, So crazy. But when they compared this partial DNA to that of arthur lee allen it wasn't a match at all and i'm like but maybe somebody like that i don't think it's him i see i think it like okay at least in the movie zodiac they're like oh yeah it's him it's like basically that that's what the movie implies see he's my favorite i like him for it as they say in (laughs) yes next suspect in the lineup ross sullivan so there was another murder around this time because like the 60s were real hot for murder yes and specifically the pacific northwest and pacific coast are hot places for murder lots of murder so much murder there was a murder in 1966 of cherry joe bates in riverside california and it had a lot of similarities to the zodiac killings so she was murdered at riverside city college and riverside city college library staffers near where Bates's body was found said that a co-worker Ross Sullivan had made them uncomfortable and disappeared several days after the murder mm. Sullivan also had a crew cut and glasses which was very similar to the Zodiac sketch mm-hmm. and then he moved to Northern California in 1967 and was hospitalized several times for bipolar disorder and schizophrenia see I also heard though and I think this was him that Whenever he was in a mental institution, the killing stopped. See? And the letters stopped. But listen, same with Arthur Lee Allen. Arthur Lee Allen went to jail 
in between those times that Mm -hmm. we talked about. And when he was in jail, no letters. Yeah. Do you think it's a murder collective? (laughs) It's like a we work for murders. (laughs) Like, uh, Bill, I can't take this one. Can you sub in Ross for me? Oh, my God. You know? Anyways, he also wore military style boots and left footprints at Lake Berryette. Mm -hmm. Just to go back to that murder collective, now that you spoke that into existence, I'm very mad at you about that. Why? Because I can't, that can't happen. Oh, it can't happen. No, I'm saying, like, I don't, for my own mental sake, we cannot. We can't pretend that that, we should pretend that never happened? We should pretend that that thought never crossed my brain of what if that could happen and. Poop knife. Okay, thanks, Kelsey. I'm scared. It is late, and it was thundery. I know. I'm thinking of murder collectives. We works for murder. Okay, well, listen. I don't think a group of psycho murderers is organized enough. True. Yeah. You think some dumbass murderers are going to know how to do that. All right, good point. Anyways, and also, okay, so the Zodiac only confirmed killed five people, which Mm -hmm. doesn't make him the most notorious, the most anything, right? But, and his murders weren't particularly violent either you know right. we hear about like btk or like some of those heavy Dahmer. hitters that Dahmer like they have gross details yeah. to them this one was like shot and killed stabbed yep. and killed yep that's about yep. it no yep. torture no it was quick yeah ish so no why do you think that this case is one of the most notorious cases besides the fact that it's unsolved why do i think mm-hmm. oh because of the letters and the publicity and the would you say it's marketing Oh my god. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I think that be- the press. I think I think that Zodiac was a really he would have been a great advertising. Ugh. Why does this always <laughs> Why do we always come to this? Cuz I made it happen Ugh. this time. I manifested it into existence. Good. Anyways, let's get into the last two sussies. <laughs> um yeah, so like this guy, Ross Sullivan, eh. I don't think he's okay. That important. Lawrence Kane. So, Kane worked at the same Lake Tahoe Hotel as Donna Lass, who disappeared in 1970 and may have been another victim of the Zodiac. Mm -hmm. Unconfirmed. He served in the Naval Reserves, so he probably had those boots. He also might have learned coding there. Okay. So, he would understand how to write a code and a cipher. And a 1962 car accident left him with a brain injury that could have compromised his ability to control urges. Mm-hmm. So he may have had brain damage. He was arrested for peeping in 1961 and for prowling in 1968. And as mm-hmm. we know, these things can escalate. escalate. But I don't think any of the Because the murders Zodiacs... start in 1969. Right, but I don't think any of the Zodiacs things are sexually... I didn't say anything about sexually. Oh, I know, but peeping is a sexually motivated... Not act. always. Sometimes really? it's just spying on people. Like, it's just, like, watching people. And, really? like, some people get, like, the thrill of, like, l- watching somebody not knowing that they're watched. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I know. <sighs> How is that somehow more creepy? Like, that's almost more creepy to me. Because they're, like, trying to watch humans. And, like, it's almost Pretend like they're observing ha- yeah. humans, like, in a zoo. <sighs> yeah. It's weird. So... A retired police detective investigating the case in the 80s claimed that Kane's name was embedded in the Zodiac ciphers. I don't know how. Like, I haven't heard that anywhere else, but that's what he said, so. And Darlene's sister, one of the murder victims, 
identified a photo of Kane as the man that had bothered Darlene at a restaurant prior to the murder. Mm. The San Francisco police officer who saw the Zodiac moments after the Stein murder said that Kane's photo was the closest likeness that he's seen to date. Mm -hmm. So, Hmm. conflicting, lots of conflicting stuff. Last one, and I think this one's pretty good, too. I wanted to start high, end high, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Richard Marshall. So, he lived in Riverside in 1966 and later in San Francisco near where Stein was murdered. Visitors to his home told police that they found him peculiar, and he talked a lot about finding something much more exciting than sex. You know, casual dinner conversation. Marshall also liked old movies like The Red Phantom, which was mentioned in the 1974 Zodiac letter. Mm -hmm. He lived in a basement apartment, which the Zodiac also cited in his letters. Mm -hmm. He owned a typewriter and a teletype similar to that used in some of the Zodiac mailings. He also liked felt-tip pens and odd-sized paper. Apparently, the Zodiac did, too. <laughs> They're like two peas okay, in a wait, pod. but I, I like that stuff as well. I like, I mean, same, but we're designers. Yeah. And we only like the last two things. We don't yeah. like all the other things, so I think we're good. We just like odd-sized paper and felt-tip pens. That's it. Yeah. So this guy was also cited in the Zodiac movie as being like a potential kind yes, of... Yes, this is the person that I was like leaning towards from my watching of the Zodiac creepy, movie. Yeah. Creepy. But I did read the thing that you talked about last week. And I don't think the claims are legit, Yeah, but I want to ride it re- out for re- you. Resuss it. As of October 2021, so this year, this month, the case breakers, as they're called. Mm-hmm. So this is a team of over 40 cold case investigators composed of former law enforcement investigators, military intelligence officers, and journalists claim to have identified the Zodiac Killer as Gary Francis Post, who died in 2018. The team claimed to have uncovered evidence and photos in Post's dark room, and they also noted that the scars on his forehead matched the ones in the Zodiac Killer sketch. Mm-hmm. They also claimed that removing letters of Post's name from one of the Zodiac's cryptogram revealed an alternate message. Creepy. Shruggy. But I'm like, okay, then tell me what the alternate <laughs> message is. Like, tell me. <laughs> they didn't tell me. The FBI, though, stated there was no new information to report. Riverside Police Officer Ryan Railsback said that the casebreakers' claim largely relied on circumstantial evidence. They also said that none of the victims described the killer as having scars mm-hmm. on his head. So it's like, eh. Right. So, I mean, I think it's Arthur Lee Allen. Did you... So there was also something... I don't remember if I spoke about this last week, but I've like listened to some other podcasts that talked about this story. And so he just passed away in 2018. This person post was around, right? So apparently there's a picture of him on Facebook of one of his friends. And he's like, ah, with my guy Zodiac. Like, oh my gosh. (laughs) So, okay. If you get, if you get accused of being a serial killer after you die, do you want me to play it up? Or do you want me to play it down? No, no, no. No, this is a post from like before he passed away. Oh, but still, yeah. <laughs> but Wait, then, why? Why what? Did he know? Something? I don't know. I don't know. It was a picture of th- this guy post and someone else, and the caption was "Me and this person Zodiac?" Question mark. Yeah, who fucking knows? And then apparently he also wrote an IMDb 
like review on the most recent Ted Bundy movie. Do you think that like ex serial killers watch serial killer documentaries? I don't know, but like I think Ty- Tyler told me that, and he's like, "Yeah, they fuck you. He fucking didn't do this shit right." Like I don't, I don't know who knows, but leaving breadcrumbs, yeah. Gary. Yeah, no, I don't. Honestly, I don't think it's him because that's like not. I mean, you've heard the other ones. There's right. just like way more. Right. Definitely, definitely. And yeah, I, I mean, wonder if any of those suspects are still alive. And we all know that it's Ted fucking Cruz who's the Zodiac killer. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Butter cow. Whenever I think of You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the article that I referenced, I was like, possible suspects. And the intro was like, and people are going fucking nuts with this Ted Cruz thing Ooh. out of left field. And I was like, somebody really is like a I big Teddy Cruz fan. It's really just a meme. Yeah, guys, guys, it's just internet humor. Yeah, hey, calm down. Hey, fifty-five-year-old hey, person I writing made this, this in article. Photoshop. Yeah, calm down. Yeah. It's not a news article. It's fine. I know. It's it, right. Yeah. It was probably like a you know, yeah, sixty-year-old man who was yeah. like, or or woman. No, you know, I don't discriminate, but right. just like, this is out of control. <laughs> we need to get back to business, people, because you know it had to be like a Betty corralling uh, people. Yeah, so. Like, I know you said that you think it's the last guy, Richard Marshall. I don't think so. See, Arthur Lee Allen, like, he just seems like the perfect puzzle piece to fit. All of the evidence is circumstantial, though. And, and, like, here's the thing. The DNA didn't fit. Yeah, it could have been someone else's DNA, but, like... They just got it from the stamps, though. I feel like... I don't know. I just... I just want to be him. Yeah. I just feel like it's him. Yeah. But, they, like, all these guys are dead pretty much now. Yeah. So, like, we'll never know. But what I don't understand is, like, I guess... So, I think Alan was the only one that they were able to do, like, a warrant. They were mm-hmm. only able to get a warrant for him. And it's like, you didn't find anything. Right. Anything. So, it's like, okay, maybe it's not him. Right. But, like, or did he prepare and, like, hide his shit somewhere? Did he squirrel it away? Because also, the scene from that fucking movie, yeah. his trailer full of squirrels. Yeah. I can't have squirrels running around my damn house. I wonder if that's real. The, the, it has to be, right? Yeah, I don't know. The, you didn't even mention the TV, the, the no, TV thing. No, I didn't want to because it wasn't him. Yeah. It's creepy, though. See, the thing is, is, like, I understand why there was so much hype about Zodiac, yeah. but also, at the same time, like, I don't, though. Yeah. I don't. And also, his name, he should... I... When I first heard about Zodiac, I was like, maybe he killed... <laughs> yeah. First, he killed Leos, then he killed he fucking Scorpios. Loved, he just loves he, the watches. Yeah, maybe he had some weird occult shit going on. Like, that. that's interesting. That's a layer. And it's like, oh, there's just a guy who gave himself a name who, like, was really good at marketing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not so good at spelling. No. Or grammar, but... No. And there's also, like, there's so many suspects, too, that are, like, there's so many details that you're like, ooh, that's a good morsel. That's a good fit. Because one of the guys that I didn't even mention, he worked in the same building as, I think it was... Why do I keep thinking it's Darlene? I always think it's Darlene. We'll say it's Darlene. (laughs) I'm not sure if it is. Sorry, guys. I'm, you know, didn't look it up. But he worked in the same building as her, and her husband worked at like a newspaper company Mm -hmm. too in that same building or something like that they moved to albany new york and that guy moved to albany new york creepy isn't that weird yeah and i think they moved back too like it's weird creepy so i don't know 
I think it's Arthur Leon, but hmm. he's not the only one with a Zodiac watch. Right. They should have started with the Zodiac watch. This should have been like, every man who's ever bought yeah. a Zodiac watch, get your ass down Yeah. Here right now. <laughs> now look this stamp. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Nice. <laughs> you could you could not get anybody to do no. that. So now that we've gone through that, there could be up to thirty seven murders out there attributed mm-hmm. to the Zodiac. But if I know serial killers, which I don't, but if I did, mm-hmm. I would say that they over exaggerate. Oh yeah, definitely. They, they got some big murder energy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's like, oh, I killed like thirty seven of them. Yeah, yeah, I like shot like thirty seven of them. Do you? It's kind of recent. Oh, I'm blanking on his name, but they recently caught a guy who it's so fucked he is actually probably the most at least american like he's killed the most people and because he is drawing their pictures in prison oh yes have you heard of this person yes i don't know his name fucked up yeah you think about like oh that that shit like i know there's like what a million reasons why people become serial killers you know sure i mean there's a reasons, reasons isn't the right word but like there's, well there's a million like their quote-unquote reason right right like i was abused as a kid right which is a legit thing that's fucking but terrible there's people that but there's also yeah. people who are abused as children who don't murder people yes, exactly right which is why mental health is so important i'm it so is. tired are you tired yes but i'm waiting for your okay um, guys let's talk real quick about a couple of scenarios yeah if you're stuck in a bad situation let's so hear it let's hear it so listen 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 guys listen and learn i'm gonna give you some tips some hot tips and tricks so i'm gonna teach y'all how to break out of zip ties Ooh, okay or duct tape if your wrists are bound with zip ties or duct tape you want to bring your hands over your head as high as you can okay and you want to pull down as hard as you can back into yourself so you're like bringing your arms to your side again mm-hmm. swinging down and you want it looks like you're almost giving yourself the heimlich yeah. maneuver yeah and that pressure will break the zip tie cool. and the duct tape you want to put the seam of the zip tie in between your hands facing like up. the the little like end of it yeah the little nib yeah because that'll be a weak point okay. so when you break it shh escaped amazing great job 10 out of 10 also when you are captured you want to be playing submissive right definitely and you don't want to like spur the moment you want to plot your fucking exit oh yeah you know you want to go you don't want to just be like "Ah," and then they get you you want to be like (laughs) i trust you yeah totally i'm gonna do whatever you want yeah could you just um could you give me a drink of water real quick yeah he goes in the other room and they fucking bolt yeah because you already know the door's unlocked, or you exactly. know where the key is, or whatever exactly. you fucking know, you know. Yes. Because you fucking... Be smart about it. You did it. If you're ever trapped in a car, in the trunk of a car, being mm-hmm. kidnapped, thrown in there... Oh, wait, can I guess? Because I think I know. I think you know. You kick out one of the headlights. You absolutely do. So you kick the fuck out of the corner yeah. of that car until you get it to break, because the headlight's the weakest mm-hmm. point. You stick your hand out of there, and you, like, fucking wave like yes. there's no tomorrow. Yes. Trying to get somebody to look at you. Do some cars, like, sedan cars and stuff, can you open the trunk without... Yes. So some some trunks have a release latch. I'm thinking that... I'm talking about smart serial killers. Yeah. But if you got a dumb serial killer, you don't want to go through all that effort. Just yeah, pull the, just pull the, just pull the, the little thing. cord. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Or just be like, you know, I, I actually don't want to sit in the back. Could I sit in the trunk? I think I would enjoy that more. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. Thank you. If somebody is attacking you, you should not yell help. You should yell. Do you know what it is? I'm being attacked? No. Oh. Fire. Really? For some reason, people respond more to fire than help. Interesting. Because I think... I thought that was always like a punchline of like a joke or something. No, that's true. Huh. I personally think it's because if you're getting attacked and like you signal that you're being attacked, some people might be like, I don't want to get involved. Exactly. Yeah. Because it could be a marital or couples dispute. Oh my God. Isn't that terrible? No. Oh. I mean, yes. <laughs> that <laughs> no, just made me think of something what? that I forgot to tell you. What? Um, this week on Friday, my boyfriend and I went to a concert and it was really fun. And it was like a standing room concert. And there was this one girl who I could kind of tell she was being kind of sorry. But you know, like when you're in a standing concert, like it's crowded, yes. like you just have to accept what's happening to you and try your best not to be an asshole. Yes. But basically, something happened and I could already... She was right next to me and I could kind of already sense something. In the middle of a fucking song, and this is the front bottoms, if you guys know them, they're not like scream... Oh, they're not like metal. It's very much like cutesy, like folky, pop punk kind of whatever. It's not like hard. It's not like moshing or... Hard. Or fighting music. But something happened. I don't exactly know who. This girl that was being a bitch... Her girlfriend, I'm assuming, looked like a fucking linebacker, was probably six feet tall and huge, started taking this other girl by the neck and going and like, what? I have no clue what happened, but Tyler like pushed me away. I like ran to get security, but of course I'm in a crowd. So when I say ran, I mean like waited yeah like through the people tried to get the security guard and then i don't exactly know like i don't know at all what spurred this or what started this but basically the small girl who literally got grabbed by the neck and thrown to the ground got escorted out of the crowd <gasps> and then the the mean girl and her football player girlfriend stayed and I wanted to be like, it was that, like, I feel but like... But what if she tried to attack them and then the other girl was like, don't even try? I mean, I don't know, but I don't, I think if you touch someone like that... Oh, yeah. No, I'm should. not, I'm not defending her, but I'm just trying. Tyler was just like, afterwards, he was like, I'm so glad that that ended pretty quickly because I was afraid that I was going to have to, like, jump, jump in. in. But he's like, that girl would kick my ass. <laughs> i was gonna say based on your description i don't yeah. think anybody's gonna jump yeah. in on that yeah so anyways six feet is very intense and it was absolutely not the concert for that at all it was uh no it was wild so and that's how you escape a front bottoms concert yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> anyways thank you anytime and we're back into <laughs> defense moves. Quick one. Okay, we're going to learn about the hammer strike, okay? Mm -hmm. When you're feeling unsafe at night, you're walking in your neighborhood and you're like, I have my keys out just in case because, you know, yes. we're women and unfortunately we have to do fingers. that. Between your fingers. You don't have to have it between your fingers. For this next move, mm -hmm. so what you can do is you can have your keys stick out from one side of your yes. fist and do what's called a hammer strike. And they basically do exactly what you would think with your keys is like use it like a hammer yeah. at the person yes. that's a powerful move it'll get them 
Yeah. You can also, if you have a lanyard, you can like swing it at them. Uh huh. As like a. Yeah. Obviously, some weak points. The groin. Yes. The eyes. Yes. The Always nose. go for the knives. The the knives. Mm. The eyes. And a nice little heel yep. of your palm to the to, nose. To the nose. Yep. You can break it. The eyes is an unexpected favorite, though. Like, see, don't I. Count the eyes this is out. the thing, though. I don't want to have to ever oh, do yeah. that. No. Not, not because, I mean, obviously I don't want to get attacked. But if I have to put my fingers into somebody's fucking eyeballs. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like that's probably the most effective way to get. Oh, yeah. So that's why I'm saying don't. Yeah. Don't and if you're those. if you're up close, strike them with your elbow. Mm-hmm. Swing that elbow up and get them in the jaw. Fucking take them out. I know this isn't helpful without many visuals, but I would 10 out of 10 recommend taking a self-defense class. Mm-hmm. And one specifically for women, because women are stronger in different ways than men, you know, like... Mm-hmm our bodies are made differently so that is very helpful Mm -hmm. for people who carry their muscle similarly yeah but just self-defense in general is great because then you feel at least you feel more protected when you're right definitely out and about but yeah guys that was that's it man that's it we've done it we've done it it's it's been a long road it's been a long 26 weeks am i right oh man yeah we've been doing this for a half year yeah great job everyone and us thanks for listening (laughs) we're going to take a break um like we said and then we're gonna guess on some podcasts we'll let you guys know what those are and we're gonna change up our format we're excited because we're gonna have guests on our podcast i'm so freaking excited for that we're gonna try to do things a little differently we're gonna go by it's gonna be the same but different it's gonna be like all the parts you loved from before and then Times a, a million of new fun parts yeah. that are here. And we're not going to have a guest every episode, but we are in the topics where we think is appropriate. Yeah. Or just if we think somebody would be good for it, we're going to bring them on. Yes, so. definitely. Yeah, we're really excited. And um, thank you guys. We, yeah, we just wanted to thank you guys so much for listening. listening. We can't do it without you because no. you make it happen yeah for us so and thank you feel free to smash that motherfucking subscribe and five stars boop 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 five five all Ding. five of them yeah and while we're on yeah while we're on our fall break we would love it if you followed us thank you mm-hmm. we would love it if you shared with a friend maybe, maybe two, two maybe, maybe five, five. Wow. wow are you really, really saying, saying everything, everything that i'm, I'm saying s- no yeah, I don't know. And that's <laughs> when we ended the podcast forever. And Goodbye. Yes. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Feel free to shoot us an email if you have any questions, comments, hopefully no concerns. Something you want to learn about. Something you want to learn about. Buy the letter pod at gmail.com. We just made a Facebook page. Meh. Follow us there if you want, as well as Instagram. No, definitely follow us there. Okay, as well as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all of those places at buy the letter pod. Yes. And we will see you after break. We love you so much. Yes, we get love. Some, get some rest. Watch some TV shows you've been Enjoy catch Thanksgiving. Up on. Oh, yeah. Have a lovely Thanksgiving. Eat lots of delicious. We are thankful for you. Eat. Yes, we are. Well, All right, loves. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.